Picture in your head your bedroom closet or a different closet in your house, or maybe a junk drawer or a china cabinet or your basement. I'm going to picture my closet where I recently, over the summer, moved in all the things from my previous apartment to my current apartment in plastic tote bins and kind of dumped them in my closet. So I'm picturing that space. Picture the space in your home that's kind of a catch-all for a lot of different things. Are you picturing it? Okay, now I challenge you to ask yourself, how many things in that place that you're picturing are you using on a regular basis? How many things in that place that you're picturing are things that you never touch? Like I said, if you're anything like me, I moved over the summer, I put things in a lot of plastic tote bins, I moved them into my closet, and there they're sitting. So if you're like me, and you're imagining a place like this where you have items that you never use or never touch, everyone else can imagine this too, including the people that are on your holiday shopping list. As the holiday season comes, I think that many of us, I know I do, start to feel an impulse to shop. We start to make lists of important people in our lives, and then we start to make lists of things that we can get them to show them that we care about them, you know? It's kind of funny when we say it like that, isn't it? I think it's time that we start changing the idea that we need to exchange things or accumulate material objects or that we need to spend a lot of money, especially if we're cautious about our budget other times of year, that we suddenly need to spend a lot of money and buy a lot of things in order to show people in our lives that we love them. Now, before those of you whose love language is gift giving start to protest me, hear me out. I think there are still a ton of ways that we can demonstrate our love and show our generosity to those that we are close to without buying a lot of things necessarily. So the ideas that I'm about to share here are um, not about not being generous, but they're about other generous things and other ideas. They're not necessarily about generous ideas in general, like donating the items in my closet to people in need, even though I do think that that's a great idea. But instead, I wanted to share a couple of quick ideas for how to simplify your holiday season in your home and among your friends and family through simplifying our gift giving. And real quick, before I share my ideas about this simplification, it is worth addressing, I think, what does simplifying gift giving have to do with our health and happiness? There are a lot of benefits related to simplification or minimizing our homes and our lives. Um, in the short term, reducing clutter around us helps to increase our focus and our clarity. So instead of accumulating things in our physical space, if we can reduce the things in our physical environment, make a more organized physical environment, then we can more organize our thoughts, which does make us feel better. Uh, in addition, taking our money and energy away from physical items allows us to then put the money and energy toward people, toward experiences and things that impact our health too. We know that healthy, positive, Deep relationships are a huge part of our overall well-being. So putting our money and our time and our energy onto those things can have a big impact. And uh, lastly, I think that lessening kind of our financial burden or any concerns people have over money or the stress of money 
or the stress of shopping this time of year, reducing stress can definitely be associated with improved mental health. So I promise this idea of simplifying our shopping in our holiday season all ties together with our health and well-being. So here we go. Here are my ideas. My first idea is that instead of having uh, a gift exchange to arrange a kind of swap among your friends or families. A swap could be swapping clothes that you no longer wear. Everybody clean out their closets or their drawers and bring them and have a big clothing swap party. They could be dishes in your cupboards that you don't use, books on your bookshelf that you don't read. Um, It could be a variation of like a cookie swap or um, where you do a casserole swap or a soup swap and you cook and you send a batch home with different people at the party. But just challenging you to think about the things that are already in your environment that they, you don't use and banking on the fact that your friends or family members have those things they don't use too and arranging to exchange with one another. So everybody leaves with something new, but you're not actually spending any money or increasing the amount of stuff that you have necessarily. I do think too that like a soup swap would be a super fun idea. Everybody makes a crock pot of soup, put it into smaller containers. So if you have a party with six friends, you make a big pot of soup, put it into six containers or five containers, go to the party. And then when you leave, you come home with five different kinds of soup. How fun would that be? If gift giving is something important to you, you might think about gifting consumables, things that people are going to use and utilize in their daily life that aren't really going to take up space in our environment, but instead are going to maybe enrich our environment or enrich our experiences. So examples of consumables are things like someone's favorite uh, shampoo or lotion, somebody's favorite skincare products or makeup products, uh, your favorite perfume or cologne, maybe their essential oils or candles and diffusers. Um, things like vitamins and supplements that might be a little pricier, but around the holidays could make a really nice gift for someone. There might also be things that people do consume that are more physical, like your sneakers or shoes or clothing staples, um, you know, daily or regular wear type items or sweaters, things like that, that we do go through. I would consider those kind of consumable too, but I really love sharing gifts with people that I know they're going to use, you know? So there's one thing to buy something that's going to go on a shelf or go in a closet. And there's another thing to purchase something where every time they put it on, they're thinking of you or every time they use it, or that shows that you also know about um, a part of their life or a more intimate part of their life or routine by being able to buy a perfume or a makeup or a supplement that they really like having in their daily rituals. So I just love the idea of buying things that people are going to consume and use. My third favorite idea is to gift an experience. There is a whole range of experiences that you can gift to someone you love from free to paid, from simple to extravagant and everything in between. You could gift someone a movie night or a night of free babysitting. You could gift them free car washes and picnics, lunch dates or coffee dates. If you know there are things that people uh, enjoy for their own self-care routine like massages or hair care, 
maybe something related to their health, like a gym membership or yoga classes or nutrition coaching or a nutrition membership. Um, There are things that you can gift to people that help to enrich their lives and help to, again, show them that you care about their well-being and self-care without putting anything on the shelf. So definitely encourage gifting experiences. You can make coupons, print your own gift certificates, put them in handwritten cards, or again, go with a dinner and a movie gift certificate that you've purchased or something. But as far as our health and well-being are concerned, not only is it great for that person's maybe individual self-care or individual stress management, but we know that being in community with one another and having happy, positive experiences does improve our overall health. My last idea for you is to embrace secondhand shopping. I think that there's this idea that if it's not new, that it's somehow less valuable, and I really hate that idea. I love to think that we could utilize things that other people have used and loved and are just no longer in need of. So I love to hit up thrift stores and consignment shops to find either unique clothing pieces or home decor pieces or dishes, those sorts of things. Maybe things that could be part of some sort of DIY project that you can recycle or upcycle, if you will. You can always check out Craigslist, Facebook groups, Facebook Marketplace, used book sales, estate sales or rummage sales, all those sorts of things to look for items that might be perfectly useful or have a cool, unique flair that you can't find when you purchase new in a store right now. Maybe it's something that you would love to buy or invest in, but buying new would be super expensive and buying it secondhand fits in your budget. I think we need to take out some of the idea that that makes it any less valuable. If you have your thought in it that you are thinking of someone and you know that it's something someone's going to like, use, enjoy, or that reminded you uh, you of them, go for it. Let's embrace secondhand shopping. Let's reduce the amount of waste that we have. When we buy secondhand, we also, you know, like they say, vote with our dollars. So when you buy secondhand, if a lot of us were doing that, we'd be decreasing the need for producing new materials all the time. So this would be more friendly to our environment, a little more sustainable, and could be really wonderful for our own personal budget and expenses too. Imagine if we're putting uh, less of our money into things because we're buying them more secondhand. Wouldn't we then have more time and more money for experiences, for self-care, for saving for the future, for maybe working a little bit less? So just an idea to put in your head that maybe we start to destigmatize secondhand shopping and embrace our local thrift stores for holidays too. I would really love to hear your feedback on these ideas and how maybe you can be simplifying your holiday shopping time and your holiday gift giving time. If you do decide that you would ever like to gift someone the gift of nutrition coaching, either through one-on-one sessions or enrolling someone in my monthly membership, reach out to me. I have gift certificates available or I can work out some membership information with you. I'm always happy to do that to help you give the gift of um, improved nutrition, improved wellness and self-care to somebody that you love and care about. I would love to do that. So send me an email or a DM, share your holiday ideas with me. Maybe share with me, have you tried any of these simplifying methods before? Or are you going to embrace any of these ideas for this holiday season? We'll talk to you more soon. Be well.
Thank you so much for listening to Be Well with Steph, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, I appreciate your choosing to hang out here. And I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to BeWellWithStuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. I'm Be Well With Stuff everywhere you like to hang out on social media, so come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well. Be well.